Let's do one, two, three, four, five, and then clap on six, okay? But you got to do the ands. One and two and three and four, that? Yes. And then we'll clap five and and clap on six? Yep. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. One and two and three and four and five and... Oh, I forgot to clap. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider... And your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Is this the new pad? Yep, it's my new studio. Loving it. No, nice. having a real good time. Looks like you got a bunch of guitars there. The half that you can see, this is wonderful podcasting. I'm sorry if I'm boring anybody. The half you can see is music world, but there's this other half of the room that's fucking beautiful. This beautiful brown couch, all my records. Like just all my, uh, it's basically just a little listening area where I can just listen to music. It's dark up here. It's isolated. It's far away from everybody. It's beautiful. It's nice. That part of the studio is called Jackland, but where you're at, Musicland. Or are they both Jackland? They're all they're all under the <laughs> domain of Jackland. Jackland is the country that the two states reside in. I mean, it hasn't been christened as Jackland yet. I don't know how long I'll go. I mean, I've only been in my own house for three days. We've lived here for six weeks. Wow. And I'm leaving again tonight, so go figure. Not enough time to masturbate when you're on the run like that. Impressive. Well, what's going on with you? We missed a week or two. Um, I've been on a hellacious tour. The tour's been wonderful. I only say hellacious because very few days off, relentless, shitty Wi-Fi everywhere, nine people on a bus. It's been long. But we're back, baby. Nice. For that sweet IOK sauce that everyone's come to know and love and depend on. It gets people through their weeks. I didn't make that up. That's what I was told. People told me that. Well, I mean, you got to believe them when they tell you stuff, people. That is. We also have new patrons and emails. So let me, let's just get to all this because it's been a min. Yeah, why not? Andrew Brucellus became a patron. I recognize him from the Melbury podcast. He's Australian. So now we've got some uh, Australian representation. That's always good. Yeah, we need more Australian representation from down the unders. Brett Weaver became a patron. Thank you, Brett. Brian Lancaster wrote in, Damn, Clint, you killed me with the how many times do you pee before you get out of the tub line? Answers one point. I don't even remember that. This is so long ago. Um, But thank you for the email, Brian. You can email us, bobandclint at gmail.com. I want to thank Nat Pool Pew Pew. Says slash in different accents will never not be the funniest thing I've ever heard. I do remember that. I doubt you do, though, Bob. Um, I you don't slash in an Italian accent. You just kept going slash. <laughs> I don't remember. Do you but remember? I don't remember, but uh, now I'm realizing I am slash. <laughs> I play the guitar for the Guns and Roses band. Um, I was just very close to Slash for a very long period of time. Never said a word to him. Where? I was at the CMT Awards, and actually in your fair land of Austin a couple of days ago. And uh, his dressing room was right next to ours. I pointed at him like a very knowing point, and then I gave him the peace sign, and he pointed at me, and he gave me the peace sign back. Now, wait a second. Why are they doing the CMT Awards in Austin? I don't know why they did it in Austin. Oh, it's because the Ryman people bought the Moody. Is that really it? Yeah, they bought that theater, the ACL Live. Is that where you did it? No, I thought we were doing it there. And I was telling everybody, this is where I got engaged at a Bob Schneider show. But it's the Moody Center, which is the arena. Oh, okay. 
Um, I guess they have the theater where we've played, where you do a lot of shows. They have the center, which is like an arena, and then they have an amphitheater now. Cool. But Natpool Pew Pew became a patron. I want to say thanks to him. Uh, I want to say thank you to Brandon Greenshaw, who became a patron. Amazing. Thank you, Brandon. And I think that's all the new patrons. Thank you, everybody, for joining the Patreon. You get to hang out in the Secret Weekly with us, and you get to sleep at night knowing that you're supporting the show of people who make the things that you like that get you through it. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody who's listening to this on the regular who's not a Patreon member Mm -hmm. who's actually getting through the night uh, without rending their flesh asunder and also tearing and gnashing their their hair from their heads yeah and i have to just go ahead and agree with all of that meanwhile even at the lowest level you've got so much bde that you can't help but fall into a deep dark sleep at the end of the day your work's done and there's nothing better for a good night's sleep yeah your only job during the day is is lugging that bde around and so when the when the day is done it's time to go to betty bye how's your betty bye sitch these days how are you sleeping these days you sleeping good? No. <laughs> Damn, I'm not sleeping for shit. Yeah. No, I, I uh, not, not well. How about yourself? I'm at an all-time low on sleeping on a bus. Uh, if it's not rolling, I can sleep. If we're rolling, I'm in this strange nether world limbo, half asleep, half awake, afraid I'm going to die, afraid the bus is catapulting off of a mountain. Well, there is this thing when you're on a bus where it's like somebody's basically standing there shaking you the whole time. Just kind of, like, hey, hey, hey. The whole time they're just going, hey, 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 kind of shaking you. And the, you have to be so drunk or so tired, so exhausted that you can sleep through somebody shaking you the whole time. Well, I think that's the deal is I think when I was touring a lot with you and others, I was just drinking more. Yeah. Now I don't drink really. I know, but, he, but here's the thing. You can sleep through it better if you're drunk, but you're not getting the kind of sleep you need when you're drunk. No, you're not getting rest. Yeah, it's tough. I will say this, dude. I don't know if you have one in your bunk or not, but go to Walmart, and I think it's like 20 bucks. You can get a, what are those called? Uh, Memory foam mattresses. Yeah, I've got like a one and a half inch topper. Oh, you do? Okay. It helped a lot. That helps a lot because it takes a lot of it. It takes a lot of the bumps out. Here are the bunk hacks I do now. I don't think I do when I was through. You, you know, you were the first artist I ever toured with on a bus. That was the first bus I was ever on was. I remember the first night we went, you picked me up from the airport. We went to your house and the bus came to your house. And, um, but now I do a bunch. I got the one and a half inch memory to- topper. Yeah. I got a, a weighted blanket. Oh yeah. I can't do the weighted blanket. I've got a little shelf that I like um, use like the double sided Velcro. That like holds my phone and like change and keys. Oh, I like that. I got three pillows. I've got um, a shelf at the bottom where my feet are that I can put like books on or like a couple pairs of shoes. What, now, what kind of what, what kind of shelf? It's like a um, it's like a shelf you can get like a Walmart or a Target, and you just adhese it to the back of where your feet are. And it's got these little legs that come up, and it just creates a shelf. So your legs, your feet go under it when you sleep, but it's a shelf. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. Makes use of some of that negative space. I've got a fan that I've permanently, so like the, there are vents that blow air, but the air changes whether or not the bus is rolling and there's, whether it's bus air or generator, it's all confusing and I hate all that shit. I have a fan that stays plugged in. I've got a multi-outlet 
outlet that I plugged in, a little adapter that's got everything charging, and I've got this fan that just blows all on my face 24-7. I would have a, when I was traveling back in the day before I was married, I had a fan who would also blow in my face. And uh, fan? I would keep that fan. Pl- well, it would depend. The fan would change from town to town, but I'd keep them pretty plugged in. Would you say it was your biggest fan? Uh, definitely fan enough to where they'd let me plug them in. Well, they don't work if you don't plug them in. I mean, you, yeah, I mean, they do, but it's better if you plug them in. Let me get your opinion on this and then we can move on or we can stay in bus talk land, whatever you want to do. I was talking to a, a tour mate of mine about this sleep sitch and because oh, someone asked us, some fans asked us, you know, do you guys sleep well on the bus? And I used to say in like my twenties, oh man, I sleep like a baby on the bus. I love, I love the noise and it's always moving. But now I'm like, dude, sleeping on a bus is for literally for insane people and no one can do it because no one can sleep like that. All right. I'll, let me, let me break it down for you about the sleep schedule, the sleep situation. Before I had a kid, dude, you could literally have a Mardi Gras parade five inches from my face and I'm sleeping through it. Like, I don't give a fuck, dude. That's what it is. You just actually nailed it because this person doesn't have a kid and he would said he sleeps better on a bus yeah than in his own bed at home and i said dude you need to get a new bed yeah but what happens when you have a kid some weird thing some switch gets turned on in your brain and the smallest little that smallest little and you're like (laughs) uh is that is that a bear in the cave you hear this you're like oh is that a fucking triceratops trying to fucking move the stone that i put in front of the kid is that a fucking snake? Whatever it is, you're the daddy bear now. You got to protect the cubs. Yeah, so that fucking sleeping through everything, bunk, bullshit, that's, that's no longer available. I wonder if, because when Luke, when your son got old enough, you had Scarlet. So you don't know. We're not going to know. Scarlet's a year younger than Nova. So you and I are not going to know for really another 10 to 12 years, if the sleep sitch will ever restore itself after we've raised our children. And I, I wonder if it'll, I wonder if we're just fucked. I wonder if that flipped that primal switch of like, you so intensely worry that your kids are going to die for the first couple years of their lives that I just think it almost like changes the neuron paths for sleep. Like, I don't know if it can ever be normal again. I think eventually it will get normal as you get older and you, there's less and less will to, to, to live (laughs) (laughs) like as your will to live decreases. I think your sleep gets better, but also old people don't sleep for very long, dude. Look at Trump. He sleeps for three hours and it's not because he's Trump. It's because he's old. They're early to rise. I know. Older folks sleep less and eat less. They just yeah. lose interest in shit. I actually had this thought just today. We're, we have this great new house. I'm sure everyone's heard me talk about it. I'm having fun because we've lived here for about six weeks. But this, again, this is my third day here. But it is a lot bigger than our last house. And I've been going up and down the stairs a lot, like just moving boxes and boxes of vinyl and shit. And I had the thought today, you know, people get older and they like, if they have a two-story house, yeah. they're like, fuck this. They want to get out but, and because they, they don't want to go up and down stairs anymore. And I used to hear that like my grandparents and be like, God, you lazy motherfuckers. It's not, it's 20 stairs. I thought today, I thought, I get it. I get why people are like tapped out on like, they're like, look, I'm never going to go up or down stairs that I don't have to go up again ever again. Dude, I got no stairs in this house. Yeah, you do. 
Yeah, but not they're not necessary for me to ever use them. When was the last time you went up to that little loft area? I go up there every once in a while. It's kind of like I go up there about once every week and a half. What do you do up there? What's up there? I just go up there to be disgusted. Because <laughs> it's like Laura's area, right? It's my wife's sort of area, but she is a hoarder. And it's her... It's her art area where she makes art and poetry and writes and stuff. It's her it's her man cave space. But she's a hoarder. So I go up there and it looks like a hoarder. It looks just like a fucking scene from Hoarders. <laughs> like, except without all the bugs. Right. Are you going to find a dead cat in there like in six weeks? There's no vermin. But other, it looks like a hoarder's place. It's just there's not a you can't walk through there and the the side of her bed's the same way like the side of her bed's all covered with books and like so if you try to get into bed on her side of the bed you can't everybody i've talked to i mean there's three people i talk to you billy harvey (laughs) and then a ghost that lives in my head so um is billy married he's married but he he's the same way, which is like, all he does is just like, uh, cruises around like a, he's a human Roomba. He's just going around cleaning up all the bullshit that, cause he's lives with two, he's got two little girls and his wife and they're just constantly making a mess and not cleaning it up. And then he is, that's all he's doing is cleaning most of the time. And that's all I do. I get up in the morning cause by the time I go to bed, by the time I go to bed, it's over. It's it's basically the last three hours of of my conscious waking life every night is me. The world is one. The world. The, I was in a wrestling match with the world, and the world beat my ass. Right. Once again. <laughs> every night. Yeah. And so the 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 fight's over. The crowd is left, and now I'm just sitting in the ring licking my wounds that's the last three hours and what by licking my wounds i mean i'm just eating whatever i can find are you rethinking your strategy are you going back over what didn't work that particular no no it's no it's all hope is gone everything's lost it's just like (laughs) a rat that knows it's dying that's trying to chew on a piece of cheese like it's in the it's in the trap it's caught its back is broken the life is seeping out of it Oh, but there's a little bit of cheese. Might as well eat the cheese before I die. Right. That's me every night. Right. So I don't have the energy to clean at that point. I'm just trying to hold on. I'm just trying to hold on. See, I, I, I exhibit similar hopelessness and sadness, but here's how it manifests for me. I clean until the bitter end. I clean until I can't move. And then when I finally lie down and give up it's with the ache of knowing i still didn't do it and that it's all going to start right back over in a few short hours and i don't know what's worse dude well that's because you're younger than me you're younger by 20 years here's the deal dude i get up in the morning that's when i have a small amount of energy that's when they still, that's when like my brain's kind of just waking up from a dream sleep state. I'm not really sure what's going on. I'm like, oh, maybe the world isn't a terrible place. And that's, and then I'm cleaning. I get up and I'm cleaning because the house is a fucking wreck because I couldn't 
I couldn't keep the damn. I couldn't get my fingers in the damn the last three hours. Those fingers were used for eating popcorn. So I get up and I clean and I clean and I clean and eventually, there's no more energy. And then I'm sitting in then I'm sitting in front of the TV. I'm watching eight hours of <laughs> of uh, shrinking. Right. You're watching uh, soccer matches that have already happened. That's what I do. I watch NBA games that have already transpired. Did you watch the final of the March Madness? No, I don't watch college. I watched it. It was very, 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 very boring. Well, usually March Madness is really fascinating. And every year, because people know I like the NBA, they try to rope me into it. And I just, I just can't find the care for it. But I do understand that the way they do it is it's single game elimination. And so it's, you know, you can really end up in the final basketball game with huge upsets. Like, because a bad team can have a good night and a great team can have a shitty night. And if you're just one game eliminations in the playoffs, a lot of shit can get dicey. NBA is best of seven. Best of seven, the best team's going to win, period. You can't luck your way through four rounds of best of sevens. So I'm surprised to hear that it was boring. What's going on with the uh, Austin football club? I saw a dude wearing an Austin football club shirt the other day. I thought about you. We're doing okay. We're not doing as well as we did the first, like the second year. This is our third year. The problem with Austin FC is their MLS, Major League Soccer. It's the American football. Uh, so I watch the Premier League. I have my team, Arsenal. They're the top of the table. They're as good as it gets. My other team, Bayern Munich, they're at the top of their table. They're about to win the Champions League. That's the kind of the Super Bowl for soccer every year. Whoever wins the Champions League is considered the best team in the world. Uh, they're about to win that. So I watch those two guys. It's kind of like if you were to watch like whatever LeBron's team is, and then maybe if Michael Jackson was still... Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael, Jackson Michael Jackson was still, was still fucking kid. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan, his team, the Chicago Bulls were still around, and LeBron's team, was uh, they're still around. You watch them, and then you watch uh, middle school uh, basketball. That's kind of like... Uh, I mean, having said that, they're better than... You know, they're better than me. They're better than most people. They're better than people who have played soccer. But it's just in comparison, it's pretty rough. I agree. That's kind of how I feel when I watch college. I get it that these athletes are phenomenal. But when you're talking about the 450 people that make the NBA, that are the top basketball players, and plus because it's all opened up to Europe now, these are the best basketball players in the fucking world. And so, and you'll watch college guys that were like the big shit in college suck dick in the NBA because it's just you start over and that's why I like I like that I like NFL for the same reasons yeah I'm being I'm being I'm being very unfair actually about Austin OC I'm gonna I'm gonna walk all that back and say they're great because <laughs> they it all well they really are they're great but the difference between being great which Austin FC is they were came in second last year in the MLS the difference between that and being great in Europe is 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 small, but that small difference is what separates. Yeah, it's just the thing that separates, like you know, a Pele or an or or a Messi from the rest of the field. Are you worried suddenly that members of the Austin FC listen to this podcast, which I'm sure some of them do? 
man, I would be so bummed if anybody from Austin FC said that I didn't think they were amazing. Because they are. They're incredible. It's just, they know it too. Like, they're not going to watch like Arsenal and think that they could take that team. Yeah. They're just not going to do it. The same with any... Same with any athletes that that have levels to go. They know they they know more than anybody. But they're elite athletes. The Austin yeah. FC guys are elite. They're just, you know, they're just they're like minor league. It's kind of it's basically like um, you know like when you can't compare the Dell Diamond whatever they are. Look, it's it's okay if you want it's okay if you want to call them pussies. It sounds like <laughs> what you want to do. They're not they're, they're <laughs> But here they are I'll, I will say one thing dudes cuz I have been to a bunch of uh, soccer games now. And I finally went to a, a a professional NFL game. I went I guess it's been 3 years now. But I went and saw the Green Bay Packers play uh the Cowboys. And when you get out there and we were able to go down there on the field and see and see them close up, like within a few feet, when you get down there, you realize, oh, these guys are fucking jacked, dude. These guys are giants. Like even Aaron Rodgers, who looks normal and kind of not small, but normal. Like you think he would be like, maybe he's six foot. Dude, that dude's like six, three. He's a giant. And he's fit, dude. And those other dudes are they don't even look real dude you're like who who are these people they look like cartoon characters they are giants now when you go see austin fc if you've got the nice seats which you know your boy is gonna have the nice seats right 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 (laughs) when you see these guys it's the opposite they're so like first of all there's not even a, a a thimble full of body fat on these guys these guys are cut their shit is tight tight and right <laughs> tight anyways the thing about these guys is they're tiny and when i say tiny i mean like they're when you see me you're like oh these what like the greatest football players of all time are pele and messi and those guys are five six and five seven and they're the best of all time so it is a game where you don't have to be, you know, a giant to excel. And and a lot of these guys are like uh, they're under 5'10 and maybe they weigh maybe they weigh 120 pounds. Cuz these motherfuckers just run for 90 minutes. You got to be spry and sprightly. Yeah, they're like antelope. Yeah, you basically ought to be that. It's funny you mentioned the NFL versus soccer. Same deal with NFL versus versus NBA. I just saw Kelsey uh Travis Kelsey was up the CMT uh, awards after party he looked like a he looked like an avenger he looked like a monster <clears throat> and, and then when i was uh, in dallas who's, see the who's travis kelsey again? he's the running back for the kansas city chiefs who just won oh yeah 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 that no that guy's a that guy's a monster he he looked like a monster a, a good you know a successful nice looking monster. what is he like five he's like six eight maybe probably 260 pounds maybe i don't know if he's that tall but he's tall he's probably six five and then I also saw the entire Green Bay like starting line at a Luke Combs show. They all walked through catering, including Aaron Rodgers. I was like, holy shit. But then when I saw the Mavericks, the, the Dallas Mavericks up close, they all looked thinner than on TV. And they were all so tall and gangly. The thing about television, they always say it, is that it adds 10 pounds. And it's right. true, dude. When I went to the Golden Globes, yeah, I went to the Golden Globes. Don't even worry about it. 
<laughs> dude, when I when I went there, everybody was small and thin, dude. These yeah. people were like, they all look like like un like unhealthily thin. Yeah, famous. When you meet famous people, it is weird how thin they are when you actually meet them. And and you know, on camera, they look normal, but they're not. Travis Kelsey's six foot five, two hundred fifty pounds. Holy shit! I got his height right. And did you guess how? What'd you guess his weight would be? I, I was well. I thought it'd be like two seventy and six eight. But you know, he he looks huge. You know what though, dude? Look his brother up. His brother plays for the Eagles. I think his brother is taller and bigger than him because his brother is a lineman, and I think I think Travis is a running back. He's like basically. Uh, God damn it! What's the guy's name? The Jason, no, Jason Kelly is six three. Kelsey. We're talking about Kelsey. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Jason Kelsey, his brother. Okay, so he's smaller. Yeah, but he's he's smaller, but he's probably weighs the same. He, he yeah, uh, no, he weighs more. He's two eighty two. Right, he's a big boy. Well, he's a giant fucking defensive lineman. I mean, Travis Kelsey's got to run through the and then fly through the air to grab those balls. Are you pretty much done with the NFL? Have you just moved on? Are you are you a soccer football guy now? Somebody told me that it was going to flip and I was going to be more excited about soccer than football. And I was like, that will never happen. It happened. It happened in one year. Now, I love the NFL and I'll still watch like all the Green Bay games. I'll watch all the Kansas City games. I'll watch a few other games. But if it's Arsenal or any NFL team, I'm watching the Arsenal game first. What's going on with you musically? Oh, music. Fuck music, dude. <laughs> it's all sports. Uh, I don't know. Keep talking sports. Musically, I don't fucking know, dude. It's hard. It is hard to keep doing music at a certain point. Yeah. Because you realize, oh, there's 40 people that care. Maybe there's more. Maybe there's. 400 people there's 400 people that care if i can if your boy keeps making music the rest of the world does not give a fuck dude they don't care it's hard to care about things i think people are at an all-time low on the will to care i was even thinking i watched a movie last night i rewatched kevin smith's tusk which is wonderful by the way never seen it it's where a crazy man, Michael Parks, plays this crazy guy who turns someone into a walrus because he's clearly gone insane. He's obsessed with the walrus, which he calls the most noble creature ever created by God. And he, what happened was he was lost at sea and he went insane. Like he was floating in the black waters of Russia, boat destroyed, <clears throat> soon, you know, doomed. This big mass, he feels it moving around him and it was a walrus and this walrus basically saved him took him to land and then for six months he basically lived as like the son of the walrus and this drove him insane very erudite intelligent man well-read articulate but he's obviously insane so he captures justin long plays this podcaster who's into like weird wacky stuff and he this guy puts an ad in the paper where he's like i have stories to tell that you wouldn't believe so Justin Long drives out to the middle of nowhere in Canada and he gets drugged, captured, and then slowly uh, mutilated and turned into a walrus. Now, there's two types of people in the world. One is you hear that and you think, I cannot wait to see this movie. One is you hear it and go, I'll never watch that movie. Which one are you? I don't know. I As you were describing it, I was like, maybe, 
<laughs> Maybe. Well, let me tell you this. Let me see if this uh, sweetens the pot for you. Um, he does turn him into a walrus. And they show it. Now, does that make you want to see it? <laughs> now, he tells me the whole plot of the movie. And there's no mystery. Yeah. Well, don't you want to see how he does it? And what I mean when I say he does turn him into a walrus? Hold on. Let me think about it while I enjoy this little tropical <laughs> drink. Because he's not a god. He's, he doesn't have access to medical technology that we're unaware of. He's just an insane man. Well, here's what I am. I'm the kind of man that when I hear that synopsis, I cannot wait to see the movie. Yeah. There's and, two types of people. There's people that have seen all of the human centipedes <laughs> multiple times, and then people who have never seen any of them. Which one are you? So true. Okay. Well, let me clarify. Let me tell you some stats, okay? number. Let me give you three stats. The first film I have seen three times. But it's been out for about 15 years. So three times 15 years. The second film I have only seen one time, and it is the most gnarly, and I will never watch it again. Beware. Watch with caution. The first one. The second one. No, no, no. The first one, oh. is, is, the first one is the best one, and I would actually consider it cinema, and it's actually beautifully shot, and the gore is tasteful. It's a, just a good horror movie. The second one is really, really gnarly, and I, I won't go into why. Look it up or... Just beware. The third one is so cartoonish and insane and kind of funny. So I've seen the third one twice. I get a hankering occasionally to watch the third one. The second one I will never watch again. And the first one I've seen three times in 15 years. So that's that's my human centipede level. I would give that four out of 10 centipedes on the insane level of loving those movies. All right, let me give you some stats on my movie situation because <laughs> as you know, I'm a John Wick Super fan. Oh, and John Wick, John Wick 4 just came out. So I was like, oh, yeah. all right, I'm going to watch Can it. I guess how many times you've already seen John Wick 4? Once. Just once. Oh, okay. okay. It just I'm came out. Guess. Dude, it's been out for a week. Well, I thought you were a big fan. Well, not that big of a fan. So I'm like, I'm going to watch all three of them again. I've seen one. This, this was my fourth time. I've seen two. This was my third time. Third time with three as well. So I'm like, I'm going to watch them all three in a row over the course of two days. And then the third day, I'm going to watch the new one. Not a good idea. Just like Christ. <laughs> no, dude, that is not a good idea. If you're thinking about watching all three John Wicks and then watching the fourth, all within like a 48-hour period, don't do it. Here's what I like, dude. I like a fucking Snickers bar. Give me a Snickers bar and I will enjoy the living fuck out of it. Each bite will be, oh, dread, oh, limitless, unlimited space, oh, dread mystery of, of, of the unknown. Bye-bye. Each bite fucking swishes that shit off <laughs> and out of my fucking peripheral vision, dude. All I see is the blinding sweet, sugary, chocolatey, delicious feeling of that Snickers in my fucking horrible fat mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I enjoy a Snickers bar. Guess what's not good? 24 Snickers in a row. No, then you're, then you're puking Snickers. <laughs> Dude, after the fourth Snicker, you're like, I think I'm good. But you're eating another 10 Snickers. I remember when those Lord of the Rings extended versions came out in the 90s or early aughts. 
And people would be like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get all three extended versions. They're all four hours each. We're going to do a 12-hour Lord of the Rings marathon. No, that's also not good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, um, time flew by because we had a blast. It's good to be back. We're going to go now on the Secret Weekly where we're going to talk about things unmentionable on the normal podcast. If you would like to join us there, then hop on that Patreon train. It's patreon.com slash just the letters IOK. It's five bucks a month. You get access to the Secret Weekly. But it's very important, by the way, if you do get on the Secret Weekly, get on that thing where you put the thing in your podcast thing. <laughs> I didn't I didn't do it for the longest time. Now every time the Secret Weekly shows up, every time this podcast shows up in my podcasts, along with it is the Secret Weekly. Yeah. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to go to the browser, look it up on Patreon, nothing. It just shows up wherever I get my podcast. So make sure is there like a th- if do we have that on our site like a little FYI or a little fact, little FAC or whatever it's called? There's instructions on Patreon to incorporate the RS feed. Yeah, good, good. Um, we're gonna get out of there right now. We love you guys. We'll see you next week for sure. My touring season is slowing down a little bit, not much, but a little bit enough to be a little more consistent with the podcast. We appreciate you guys hanging there with us. See you on the flippity floppity. Peace. <laughs>